I know the best way to wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning is start doing some podcasts. Just edited all three of the great interviews that we have on today, and that is Putnam County Hall sophomore Connor Brooker, LaSalle Peru seniors Ashton Kellett, and Peyton Perino, as they are currently at the IHSA State Wrestling Tournament. I had to get all three on to share their excitement and their preparation. Everything's for the State Wrestling Tournament. So all three of them are on here to join us to discuss all the great things that they're doing on the mat. Congrats to all of them getting out of sectionals. Brooker made it out of the Class 1A Oregon sectional, and Ashton and Peyton made it out of the Class 2 Rochelle sectional. The Cavaliers will also be joined by teammates Aiden Sines and Brock Neal. Sines made it 126, Ashton Kellett at 145, Brock Neal at 220, Peyton Perino at 285, and Connor Brooker is at 145. Again, Brooker is in 1A, the Cavaliers are in 2A. Don't want to keep you too long, plus I think I got to get ready for work, they say. I guess I got to go pick up a paycheck and, you know, I'll do all that other crazy stuff. So, before I let you go, before I get you into these interviews, few things I want to touch on. First of all, I mentioned this last time. I told Coach Rob Rupert that I will mention this every time that I can before the actual event. And that is the St. Bede Softball Annual Fish Fry Fundraiser, which is... From 4 p.m. till 8 p.m. February 28th at the LaSalle VFW. The cost for the event is $10, including fish fries and coleslaw. Carryouts are available. Last night I went to the good old Mendota Gymnasium to watch the Class 2A Mendota sectional for girls basketball between Winnebago and Riverdale. I was really surprised Riverdale pulling out the sectional title with a 45-34 win. And there was a couple people that I spoke to at the game that were surprised as well. Winnebago has a, I want to say two All-State caliber talents, including Maya Brown, who in the semifinals scored 37 points and grabbed 11 rebounds. I was expecting another performance like that. No, it didn't happen. The Riverdale defense was crazy awesome. They had a couple three-point shooters that if you left them alone in the corner, they were going to make you pay. They made Winnebago pay. They walk away with the sectional title. It was awesome to be there and to see. Other girls basketball action that happened yesterday. Class 2A Wilmington sectional final. Seneca defeated Joliet Catholic 40-36. Joliet Catholic was the team that knocked out Fieldcrest. So... Maybe Fieldcrest will send Seneca a thank you message or email for knocking out Joliet Catholic. Class 1A Pecatonica sectional in a heartbreaker. Oh man, I'm actually in a group on Facebook for Amboy fans for the girls basketball team. And so much heartbreak in that town right now. But also congratulating their team on a great season. But Amboy falls 59-58 to Eastland, which the Lady Clippers beat Eastland twice earlier in the season. That third time, always tough. But Lydia Coatney, five seconds left on the clock, drains a three-pointer to give Eastland the one-point victory. That's why it's a heartbreaker. Thrilling victory for Eastland. Heartbreak for Amboy. But don't worry, they have tons of talent on that team. A lot of juniors. 
Abby Payne is a junior who this season reached her 1,000th career point. So they got scores, they got players that have the talent to try to get back to this level. Against Eastland, Mallory Powers, who I believe is a senior, scored 18. Great season from Amboy. Just ended in really, really tough fashion. I know they're going to be thinking about that for a while. Ugh, I feel bad for them. Great season. I'm glad I got to talk to junior Gabby Jones, and I'm going to try to speak with Coach Mike McCracken and Abby Payne if I get the opportunity. Well, besides the championship, probably the final four of the state tournament, I'm done with girls basketball in the sense of updating scores and stuff. Sectionals are through. We're in the super sectionals. Uh, LaSalle, Peru is knocked out of 3A, so really don't have any reason to do 3A, 4A. So unless I have a guest talking about their season and the future of their programs, or a guest that somewhere in their lifetime <laughs> play girls basketball, we're going to take a break with the girls basketball, shift to boys basketball, and of course to see what happens at the wrestling state tournament. Well, that's the intro. It is... Friday morning, I'm going to try to come back later Friday with an awesome podcast with Illinois head baseball coach Dan Hartlib and Illini sophomore Tyra Barchik, who was the ace pitcher for the Hall baseball team that won the 2018 Class 2A state championship. Please keep listening. I appreciate it. Of course, I am host Brandon LaChance, Edge of Your Seat Podcast. This is episode 51. Enjoy hearing from the wrestlers. Until next time, peace. We had these sectionals this past weekend for boys wrestling, class 1A, 2A, all A's. And I was looking at the results. I was not able to go to the Oregon sectional, even though it's a blast to go there. It is a great environment for postseason sports. Wasn't able to make it. So I had to wait to see results, to see which of our guys had made it through and which are going to state. And I was very, very happy to see the name Connor Brooker at 145, finishing fourth place and going to state. So with that said, I had to bring him back on. Connor, what's up, man? Not much. How's it going? It is going well, but it's got to be going better for you. You are a state qualifier, man. How does that feel? Uh, it feels awesome. I'm excited. Sophomore year, going to state. We talked before, after, you know, between the regional and sectional about the work that you've been putting in the off season. you know, maintaining your weight, things like that. How does it feel when it all pays off? What did it feel like? Uh, I felt great knowing that it all pays off. And, um, yeah, I feel awesome. We also discussed the sectional environment to begin with like i broke down what i remembered of the oregon sectional how far off was i uh no nah, it was spot on <laughs> <laughs> so did me telling you giving you teasers of how the sectional was did that help you out yeah it did <laughs> oh so i'm the reason that you're going to school <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, my friend. Just kidding. So let's talk about the sectional. And if you want to break it down match for match for me and just how it went. Uh, yeah, so all of my matches were uh, pretty close. Went into overtime in the opening match against a tough Rock Falls kid. So that was a good match. And then I um, losing my second match and I hit a throw, put him on his back and ended up winning that match. I lost my next match to go into the blood round. So then I... Uh, 
had to win my next match to make it a state, and um, I did. So it's pretty awesome. <laughs> When you first got your hand raised of the last match and you knew you were, not your last match, but the match that puts you in the final four, what was going through your head? Not much. I was just so happy and kind of relieved. Definitely. You were the only wrestler from Putnam County Hall to, you know, make it to the sectional going to state. Did you have a, you know, a lot of supporters from your team? Yeah, I did actually. Um, a lot of the guys have been coming in and um, helping me train a lot. Super thankful to have them. Definitely. So what did you do to celebrate? Did you have any cool food? Did you, you know, drink sparkling <laughs> grape juice? What did you do to celebrate? Oh, um, I went to Wendy's with my family. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. What did you get from Wendy's? Just a uh, chicken sandwich and some fries. <laughs> nice. No Baconator? Nah. <laughs> Don't want to get too heavy. <laughs> yeah, I feel. Yeah, I'm old, so I can do Baconator and Frosty if I want to. <laughs> Maybe in the off season I will <laughs> There you go Only one though <laughs> Yeah I know your family is also big supporters of you And your you know, your wrestling talents Your wrestling skills What were the conversations and you know, celebratory moments like with them? Not much I mean I'm just so thankful I have them You know what I mean? Did they all give you hugs? Yeah <laughs> Did they tackle you to the ground? Uh, nah, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there was hugs and smiles all around. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. So this week going into state, you know, what's your mindset going into practices? Just the same as it has been the whole season, you know what I mean? I don't really want to change too much. Just kind of treat it like anything else, pretty much, is my mindset. So, you know, being a sophomore, you're an underclassman... Sometimes when you get onto those big stages or big moments, whether it's, you know, athletics, academics, whatever it is, sometimes you hesitate or, you know, things like that. Have you put that in your head and like, hey, I need to rise to the challenge going into the state tournament? No, not really. Like, I've been to, like, state back in 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, so um, I was kind of like, I want to say used to it. So, in other words, you kind of know the situation. You know the dynamic and what's going to happen there. Yeah, kind of. And I went last season just to watch. So, you have your research, you have your documentation, and now you're going to be the one that performing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, perfect, perfect. So, I don't think I asked you this time, going into big tournaments, big duels, big matches, anything like that, is there anything that you do similar to the same thing whether it's superstitious whether it's just a saying in your head whether it's you know a look to somebody in the stands anything like that that you do no i mean i kind of just try to keep everything the same like the stuff i eat the how i warm up and that kind of stuff the same i don't really have anything too crazy <laughs> so if you want to why don't you walk us through you know a, a warm-up for you when you're you're eating and then your warm-up to get ready I basically just, I just do some jogging and then um, just uh, drill some takedowns, some escapes, some pinning combinations, that kind of stuff. Just kind of get a good sweat going, you know what I mean? And then what is the uh, main foods and stuff that you eat to get prepared? Well, it kind of depends if I have to make weight the second day. So if it's a two-day thing like state is and like sectionals was, then I try not to eat too much the opening day. Usually just a sandwich and then, like, 
maybe an apple usually so no wendy's <laughs> nah, i wish <laughs> wouldn't it be awesome if to be a wrestler you had to have a wendy's diet uh yeah that would be <laughs> <laughs> you are the first putnam county hall wrestler to advance the state that had to be a special feeling when you were told this or when you realized that that had happened what was going through your head and how proud does that make you it means a lot. So thankful for everything the school and um, just the community's done, and I'm thankful to be able to represent them. So you're like a trailblazer. <laughs> you could say that, yeah. <laughs> well, is there anything else you want to say about you know advancing to the state tournament and what you hope to do there? Just excited to let it fly and get to my offense and stuff. I just want to give a quick shout-out to all my coaches and teammates and the community for everything they've done. Great job, man. I'm glad. I'm more than happy for you that you are going to the state tournament. Like I said, I didn't have to wish you luck. I didn't have to do any of that. Knew you had the talent. Seen it before. So I'm glad that you were able to execute in advance. Yeah, thanks, man. Definitely. Thanks for being on Edge of Your Seat Podcast. If you win something there... I'm going to have to have you back on three times in three weeks. <laughs> well, hopefully I do. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Well, congrats, man, and do it again. Yep, thanks. Sectionals are over. The state tournament is just a few days away in Champaign. It is a great, glorious, awesome tournament. If you've never been there, I suggest you go. It is a lot of fun, even if you're not into wrestling. The competitive nature, the environment... It's what high school athletics is all about. And I am talking to somebody who is going for their second time. Of course, I am talking about LaSalle, Peru senior Ashton Kellett. Ashton, how are you tonight? Good, how are you? Thank you for having me on the show. I'm doing great. Thank you for joining. We'll start right there. We'll jump right into it. I know you got a lot of things going on. You got some practicing to do to get ready for this tournament. So we'll hop right into it. Second time going to state. It's got to be a good feeling knowing that you kind of know what to expect and what you need to do to advance throughout the tournament. It's from uh, my first time going when I was a sophomore. goal was just to kind of get down there. I didn't really know what to expect, but I actually ended up making it farther than what I thought I was going to make it. I made it to the third day down there, and I was in the blood round. So basically the blood round is one match away from meddling. If I would have won that one, I would have went on to the metal rounds. So I know what it kind of takes to go into the tournament, get deep in the tournament a couple days in, keep your composure. Hopefully this time around it'll be a little different. I'll be able to come out on top and I'll be able to finish in the metal rounds this year. So you were going in the 145-pound weight class. You finished second at the Class 2A Rochelle sectional. Heading into the state tournament, you've probably seen some of this competition before or at least know what kind of level of competition it is. Uh, yeah, for sure. The point of emphasis that uh, me and my coaches kind of made this year is that coming back, if you wanted to be prepared for the end of the year, end of the season state tournament run, you need to face a lot of ranked kids, a lot of good quality wrestlers throughout the year. So that's what we kind of did. I bounced back and forth this year from... 138 pounds and 145 pounds to get the best matchup throughout the night and picked up a lot of wins this year against quality ranked kids and that helped me move up a little bit this year and going in the state tournament strong. I already know what to expect and I'm ready to go for tomorrow. 
At the Rochelle sectional, looking back at it, what did you think of your performances at the sectional to get you to the state tournament? I thought that I wrestled pretty good overall. In my finals match, obviously, there were some things that I could critique and go back, and if I were to relive that moment, I would and like, change some things in the match, but it happened, so moving on from the loss, that was probably my first loss in probably like two months, but moving on from it. Learn from it going into the state tournament, knowing that I need to do different against these high quality wrestlers, knowing that I need to just get after the match and let loose and open up a little bit more. It's the last tournament of the year, so just gonna let it fly this weekend. So you were here at the state tournament as a sophomore, and you're back as a senior. What are some things that you think that you've improved throughout these two years, and even during the season? I mean, you're, we're always improving while we're doing things, and especially on the wrestling mats and in athletics, as you're doing it more and more and more, you're, of course, improving. So just talk about what you feel like you have improved on from your sophomore year to now to get back to the state tournament and what you've improved on to maybe even go further than you did before. I would say some of the biggest things that I improved on were definitely my strength. As you can just see from the class difference from the sophomore year to now, I put on a lot of muscle. That was one of the biggest things because my techniques are already pretty good, but I just needed to work on my strength a little bit. So on top of the strength, I worked on my technique a lot. I worked on some things that will help me in close match situations and I would say the other biggest thing that I've improved from my sophomore year to my senior year is my maturity level. I just matured a lot as a wrestler and as an athlete. That's just helped me a lot along the way this season. It sounds like you're mature, too, so your maturity level as a person is pretty top-notch, too. So, good job, man. Hey, I appreciate it. Well, you are not going to the state tournament alone. The Cavaliers got four guys into the state tournament. That is fantastic. And, of course, we are talking about 126-pounder Aiden Sines, you at 145, Brock Neal at 220, and then Peyton Perino at 285. Last tournament of the year. Biggest tournament of the year. Everybody the entire season is trying to get where you're at. And you're not going alone. You have a mini team with you. That has to be a great feeling. I'm super excited for me and the three other guys that qualified this year. I think that's a big help when you qualify with other people because you can kind of feed off of each other's energy. You go out there and you wrestle for one another. You just go out there and put on a show in front of your friends and keep moving on and keep supporting each other throughout the whole weekend. Kind of elaborate on that. You, Signs, and Peyton Perino have probably been wrestling together for quite a long time. I know you guys have been on the wrestling team the entire time together through your four years of high school, but I'm pretty sure you guys started wrestling when you were younger than that. So having friends like that, wrestling partners, wrestling teammates for that long, what does it essentially mean to be at this level with them? It means the world to me. It honestly does. Growing up with these guys and seeing where we progressed as athletes and just growing into men. It really does mean the world to me. Peyton, I believe I wrestled with him since seventh grade is when he joined, but I've known him since before that, probably about like fifth grade football. I think we started playing together, so I've known him since fifth grade. And then Aiden, I've known Aiden since preschool, and me and Aiden actually started wrestling together when I was six and he was seven, I think back in the first grade. So 
we've run together for a really long time, and it means a lot for me and him to make a ton of tournaments together this year. Wrestling with somebody and being on a team with somebody that long kind of only makes you like brothers almost. Wouldn't you agree? For sure. For sure. All the kids that come out on the varsity wrestling team like the varsity wrestling team, they're all brothers to me. We all have each other's backs, and it's a really tight-knit group. I love those guys. So do you think it would be safe to say just the journey there, just the road trip, just saying you're in Champagne with your brothers, like that's going to mean a lot to you regardless of how you finish over the weekend? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's a huge uh, accomplishment to make it down to the state tournament in Champaign. The 16 best wrestlers in the state, and especially coming out of our sectional that we have, I would say that our sectional that we come out of is one of the hardest for the Class 2A wrestling in the state, and I don't know, it's just amazing. But once we get down there, it would be way nicer to go and do something down at the tournament rather than just qualifying. And especially coming back for... In the second year, if you're a multiple-time qualifier, you want to go down there and you want to make some noise and you want to do something down there. Is that kind of the mentality of all four of you guys as you head into the tournament? At least me and Peyton, hopefully. Me and him, this is both our second time, so we've been down there. We know what to expect. For Aiden and Brock, it's kind of new. I think they'll be fine because we came down there as a group, and I think they'll be good down there. I don't think the state wrestling tournament's ready for the Cavaliers. <laughs> I'll see. Besides wrestling, is there any other sport interest with you or, you know, that you've done with LaSalle Peru? Played football from my freshman year to my junior year. It was a pretty fun time. I got along with most of the guys that were on the football team. I got close with some of the coaches who are kind of like some of my mentors, some of the old football coaches that I had. Shout out to them. They know who they are. After I got hurt my junior year, end of the year for wrestling, I just decided not to come back for my senior year. I wanted to focus on wrestling, and I wanted to do something special my senior year. I mean, we do not know what's going to happen at the state tournament, but just to say that you got to the state tournament after you take that break, do you think it was a good decision? For sure. The football team this year, they made it to the playoffs. I don't know. It would have been terrible if I would have got injured, some kind of big injury again with my elbow throughout the football season, so I'm happy with the decisions that I made. I don't have any regrets to what I did, so we're here now. That's what matters. Totally agree with that. Before I hit the record button, we were talking, and you let me know that this season has been dedicated in the honor of, of a couple special people to not only you, but to the entire LaSalle Peru wrestling team. Please inform the listeners what this season has meant for you guys. This season, the LP wrestling team has been wrestling for Rich and Stacey Wirtz, who passed away from cancer. Their son, Andy, I've been wrestling with him since I think about first or second grade as well. His parents have been there for us, and they've been like second parents to every kid that's been close and on the wrestling team. They loved us, and they cheered for us in the stands. They were there every Sunday when we were in youth, and they were there for every duel and tournament throughout the high school season. And when they both got diagnosed with cancer, they kind of broke the hearts of everybody that was a part of the wrestling team. And especially after their passing away, everybody kind of just turned it up a notch and everything was in memory of them. And this season was for them. That is very admirable of the entire team, especially to, you know, represent people that meant so much to the program and obviously to the wrestlers. At the beginning of the year, I think before the first duel, 
I'm not sure if anybody else said anything, but first thing I did was I went, took a Sharpie, I wrote both of their names on my shoes, put hearts next to their names, then put the day that they passed away on them too. So they've been wrestling with me throughout the whole year. They've been a part of me. Andy, he is a senior. Did he step away from wrestling? He did step away from wrestling this year just because of the whole situation that was going down, and it was just a better decision to do for family things and whatnot, kind of figure out the situation. But Andy was still there in the stands cheering for us throughout all the duels and tournaments, and I believe he's coming down for the state tournament as well. So I'm happy for Andy. And he knows we're there for anything that he needs. And I'm happy that he's coming down and still cheering on the team because he's still a part of the team to us. And I'm sure during the process of, you know, the things that he had to go through, which I know has to be tough for a high school kid, that the whole entire wrestling team was there to support him as well. Yeah, the whole wrestling team, it wasn't just the kids, it was the parents, the coaches, the whole LP wrestling program in a whole. We're all just one big family. After his parents passed away, everybody let them know that we were going to be here for Andy, his little brother Max, and his older sister Abby, no matter what. Anything they needed, we would be there for them. That's fantastic. That is a community sticking together at its finest. Good stuff. Yes, sir. Well, I do not mean to end this on a on a sad note by any means, but I am sure the Wirtz family, if they were watching in the stands, they're watching from up above and ready to see the Cavaliers make some noise at the state tournament. For sure. I'm not usually a luck guy. You know, you got this is kind of the way I go. I mean, you've been putting in the work, you've been putting in the practice, you've got the experience, been doing this for years. So if I feel if you got to this tournament... If you can execute the way you want to execute in the way that the LaSalle Peru fans know you can, I think you're going to put a good showing on in this tournament this weekend. I believe so, too. We got here from a lot of hard work and a lot of heart put into the sport, so that's what's going to be displayed this weekend, and we're going to go have some fun. All right. Thank you, Ashton, very much for taking some time out of your practice schedule, your everything that you're doing to try to get ready for this tournament. So thank you very much, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Getting to the IHSA State Wrestling Tournament is always pretty awesome. But going into it as a sectional champion has to be fantastic. Of course, I can't say this for myself. I have no idea. But my guest, LaSalle Peru Senior Heavyweight Peyton Perino does know. Peyton, you got to tell us about this feeling going into state as a sectional champ. It's a pretty awesome feeling, just, just being able to know that you won your sectionals and that helping out so much in the drawing for state. Because at state, it doesn't matter what you're ranked. If you, if you mess up at sectionals and you get a, if you get fourth, third, or second, it could totally mess up your bracket and uh, you could face like a good guy right off the get-go. But I was fortunate enough to take first and uh, be able to have a pretty decent draw, I feel like, down at state. Definitely. I didn't mean to jump straight into asking questions, but... When I saw that you were the sectional champ, I was happy. I celebrated for you. We'll start with talking about the Class 2A Rochelle sectional. Like I said, you're the champ. What happened? How, If you want to like tell me match by match or how the tournament unfolded for you. So I was coming off of regionals, taking a second. Uh, I was super sick at regionals. I'm just glad to get out of that monstrosity of regionals I had. It was super tough. Just going to sectionals, feeling better. And preparing for it, I uh, just worked really hard in the week and just knowing that I needed to get my stamina up and just 
go all the way to the bigger guys. So in my first match, I had Sycamore, and I've already beaten him before, so I felt pretty confident going into the match, but I hadn't wrestled since regionals in a live match, so wasn't sure how well it was going to go. Getting into the match, I realized I had all my strength back, so uh, it was a pretty quick one. I uh, got him down and got the pin pretty fast, so I felt pretty good. And then, moving on, I had a kid I never faced before. I knew he was pretty decent, I've heard, but uh, never knew him. He was from Piemonte, I think. I don't know how to pronounce it, but starting off in the match, I was not prepared, if I'm going to be honest with you. He took me down once. So he was faster and stronger than I thought he was going to be. I was like, oh no, like this is serious stuff. Like This could be uh, bad. He let me up. We started going again. He went for the takedown, but I was more prepared, and I kind of stuffed it. And I got into this weird, I don't even know how to explain it, but a weird move that I do on my practice partner in practice where I hook one one of his arms with one of my legs and get, get with the other arm, and I got him down and started getting the count. And I, it just felt awesome to be able to hit that. And then I just waited to tire him out on the top, and then I got the pin, which just felt pretty awesome because I was in the semis. And I just knew from there that I was going to have a great weekend of wrestling. I just felt it. So went back to the hotel, woke up the next morning, and I had my semis match against Isaiah Batista from Freeport. That man, he's a beast. He's super big. I knew it was going to be a tough match. It always is. He's a great guy, so I just knew it was going to be a great match. First round came by. It was just the wrestlebacks. Second round came by. Got another warm-up and started mentally preparing. I was pretty nervous. A lot on the line. I had to face him all season. Going in the match, I just knew I had to wrestle him out, try to tire him out. It was a great match. Uh, I got a takedown in the first. He got out. It was 2-1. I was winning. He got a reversal. And I was like, oh, crap, what am I supposed to do here? So I got the escape. It was 3-3, and then period was over. So we went to the fourth, and I chose bottom because that's where I feel most comfortable at. Quickly got the escape, got out, and then it was 4-3, wrestled big man style until the end of the second, got into the third. The same thing there, just trying not to get a stalling call and just warm out eventually won 4-3. It's a pretty good match. I was so excited just knowing... I didn't have to wrestle back and take any chances of losing and just make the state was awesome. Uh, second year in a row making the state, I just felt great. Big energy rush. My coaches, my fans, my friends, everyone was super excited for me. It was just an awesome feeling. And then also knowing that me, Brock Neal, Ashton Kella, and Aiden Signs all won our semis match was just a great feeling, and we were jumped up and excited for it. So we were ready for our finals matches. Going to the finals, uh, I mentally prepared myself better than my last few matches. Just made sure I was in the zone. Just whatever happened, happened, but I was going to go out there and give it my all. I was facing Dylan Cooper from Washington. Washington's got a great program. No, they do. Last year against the kid I faced, I won 1-0. He's a super big kid, pretty strong. I got in my match. I was ready to go. Or I wasn't ready to go, actually. And he took me down, and I instantly woke up, and I just knew, knew I had to wrestle like Peyton Pereno and not heavyweight. And so it kicked in. I got a takedown. Let him up. Got another takedown. I think I knocked the wind out of him when I took him down. And then the period ended, and I chose bottom. And then I escaped, took him down again. And then just, I think he was gassed after that, and I was able to turn him and get a pin. And it was an amazing feeling getting a sectional win going in the state, and it was just awesome. You have obviously done this before because you just answered three or four questions that I haven't even asked yet. <laughs> yeah, I've done it once or twice. <laughs> just once or twice, eh, whatever. <laughs> So a question that I didn't think of until right now. So sometimes you're put into a weight class that you might not weigh as much as that class is. Are you 285? Oh, nowhere near that. Last season I was 275, and I feel like with my athleticism that 
that was too heavy to be able to move the way I wanted to. So over the off season, I worked really hard for it, and I, I ended up losing like 30, 30 pounds, 35 pounds, and I was about 245, 250 now, and I'm faster than ever, and my stamina's better than ever, and I just feel great, and I feel it's better than ever. Wrestling at 245, 250, 255, you, that's not a disadvantage at all? Because some of these guys are legitimately 285. Is your speed make up for that? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, I also worked really hard in the weight room just to make up for that. I, I hit the weights harder than ever. Was in there every day grinding, uh, which also helped me football too, but that's another story. Ate better, lifted harder than ever, just took it the most seriously I've ever had before. And to disadvantage sometimes when you just get those guys that have to cut to make heavyweight going against me. And But uh, the speed definitely makes up for it. I, I'm, I'm one of the only heavyweights I've seen this entire year taking multiple shots in the match, so it's pretty cool to see. My wrestling style, I feel like it's just it's perfect for me, and my, my it's perfect for my body shape and stuff like that. And uh, I couldn't be happier with the decision I made to go down. Throughout the season, especially your senior season, have you seen more wrestlers do that at that weight? Because I've talked to a couple other guys that weren't two eighty five; they were a little under, and they also talked about just being faster and being able to move around the ring better. Do you think that's kind of the new deal at the heavyweight? spot oh for sure easily uh if you, if you look back to my sophomore year jace punky bumped up to wrestle heavyweight and he was like 240 250 and you saw how easily he ran through that state series he was just a beast and uh i, I kind of picked up some of the same moves for him because i just i just liked his style of wrestling and that's what first motivated me to do it and then i got a little more proof my junior year when luke luffman just tore up the 2a heavyweight division he just went through everybody at state I, i'm not sure if Many people even had a real point against him. I mean, even his finals match, he pinned his kid. Just they're both two lighter guys that bumped up. So I just felt like, hey, maybe it's the recipe for this, and I just felt like I should give it a whirl. And and so far, it's working. Awesome. And just talk about food. Obviously, I mean, we're in America. You can eat absolutely everything. <laughs> and trying to stay in shape, trying to be a competitor on the wrestling mat. Do you as, I mean, it's also different between age groups. I mean, I have to eat a lot differently than you would have to eat to be in, you know, good shape. So with that said, what kind of things are you doing to watch your intake and what kind of foods does that mean that you're eating? I'm still a heavyweight, so I still munch on some pretty unhealthy things sometimes. But uh, mostly just for how I lost weight, I cut back way on soda and the fatty foods and the fried foods and the breads. I still eat it time to time more than I'd like to admit, but uh, I just cut it out way more than I used to, and I, I got way more cardio in and stuff like that, so it helped me combat that, so if I have a day where, like, a cheat day where, like, binge on a few sodas and eat unhealthily, I'll just make sure I get extra workout in to uh, combat that. Since we're talking about fatty foods, what's your favorite fast food place to eat at? Uh, Wendy's for sure. I just, uh, Wendy's is so good. I, I feel like it's just the freshest, like, quality of food, and uh, the Baconator, that's my favorite thing ever. It's so good. <laughs> That's funny. I was talking to Putnam County Hall's Connor Brooker, who was also going uh, to the state tournament. Yeah, that's awesome for him. He, I wrestled with him at uh, NWO, and he's a beast. I'm, I'm really proud of him. Yeah, he did great, and he's also going to state. But the funny yeah. thing is, is when I talked to him, we also talked about Wendy's, and I also <laughs> I brought up the Baconator. <laughs> I mean, how can you not? It's like the staple of Wendy's. It's so, so good. <laughs> very, very true. Well, since we talk about fat foods, what are some healthy options that you like? Are you a salad guy? I actually, surprisingly, I didn't like it for the longest time. But then I, I kind of just made it my own and put, like, lots of, like, I put, like, 
chicken breast in there and stuff like that and just made it a little bit more likable for me and I, I ended up liking it a lot and uh, now I can comfortably say I like salad so it's, it's pretty cool. I had one at a local restaurant in Mendota. Well, it's a mm -hmm. bar and grill, Main Street. Mm -hmm. And it was grilled chicken, cranberries, and walnuts. I'll eat that again. Yeah, it's, that sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. I would definitely give that a try. Yeah, if you like put some stuff in there to spruce it up a little bit, salads aren't yeah. too bad. No, not at all. Just gotta make it not boring. Oh, for sure. We're all about not being boring here at Edge of East Podcast. <laughs> Well, now that we just turned this podcast into the Food Network, <laughs> <laughs> let's get back to wrestling and talk about state. So going into this tournament, which starts on Thursday, I am speaking with you on Wednesday. I don't know exactly when this will be up. It'll either be up Thursday or Friday. It'll be up one of the first two days of state. Just so you know, it's, it's out there before winners are announced. What are you doing heading into the tournament to make sure that you're ready, make sure that, you know, all cylinders will be a go when it's time to go? That's a really good question, and uh, I've really turned up the intensity this week. I've been running more than ever, running for, like, at least 20 minutes a day, just trying to get some, my cardio up, because I feel like a lot of these tougher matches towards the end of the, out of the state series, if I can make it that far, will be just purely based on if, if my gas tank is better than the guys next that I'm facing. So I've really done that. I started. I sw swam a little bit today, just trying to get my cardio up. I felt like that was a good way, a good way to relax too. Just mentally wise, I'm taking it one match at a time. When I get down there, every night I try to study up a little bit on the guy I might have to face and uh, different scenarios about how the state might turn out. Which uh, I feel like it was a big help because usually, like, I go into tournaments and stuff like that and matches, and I just try not to think about it because I, I just don't like thinking about it. But I feel like this is a mature thing to do: is to go in a match and actually think about my opponents, think about what they might do. And think about how I can use my wrestling technique against them. Great, that's awesome. Very cool, man. And it's kind of funny that you, you know, you brought up trying to do research or homework on your opponent. I always thought about this as a journalist all the time. Like, what would I have done 30, 40 years ago without the internet, without tape, without video? What do you think you would do? I mean, obviously, athletes watch tape. Obviously, yeah. you know, you can look up a profile on an athlete. You're almost able to do that now with high school athletes, not just professionals or college players. So just talk about that and things that you do now to research that you probably wouldn't be able to do back in the day. Yeah, I have no clue how people were able to do that back in the day. They pretty much have to go up and drive themselves so they go like watch the matches and study up and write things down. So salute to them now. Yeah, now you can. I just literally put their name in. I can look at track wrestling, uh, look at past videos and stuff like that, and just look about how they've done in past terms and stuff like that. Type their name in YouTube, see if I can't find their matches up, see if I wrestled any of the kids they faced, see how I did, match it up, see how I did against them. Uh, or I'll just go to the IWCOA rankings or Mad Men and just see who they lost to and how they're doing and stuff like that and just try to get a better feel of them. Now, is this something that you did before throughout the season at the regional sectionals or something that you're just doing now? I never did it before this year. I, I kind of started it towards harder matches of this year. I wish I would have done it for all of them. I feel like it's a smart thing to do. I really kicked it up, though, uh, for state series, for sure. Definitely. Got to do your homework, man. Exactly. So I can practice it and practice and know what they do. Perfect. Wrestling's almost over. I know you're not going to do a sport in spring. 
quickly talk about your football career. I mean, LP got to the playoffs this year for the first time in a very long time. I believe it was about 10 years. Yes, sir. So just talk about being part of that. That had to be awesome for all of you. It was so amazing for the coaches and us and the, the fans. It was just incredible. Ever since I started playing football in fourth grade, I just knew I wanted to be a, a star and play, uh, be an LP Cavalier football player. Uh, even before I even had dreams, it was being a great wrestler. So uh, just getting the chance of being the first team in 10 years made the playoffs and putting up a decent game in the first half against the team that won state it felt pretty cool. Uh, and it, I feel like it brought back a good atmosphere about football to the school, too. Like, everyone had doubts about football, saying how we're trash and stuff like that. But then my class was the one that was able to bring back to greatness, you could say, and make the playoffs. I was happy about that, too. I celebrated about that. I've been celebrating your whole <laughs> career, your senior year. I hope you know that. <laughs> hey, I appreciate that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, like I just mentioned, you are not going to do a sport in the spring. I don't think you ever have, have you? Freshman year, I did baseball, but it didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. I kind of just did it for my grandpa, and I did, I got zero minutes of outfield time, and I batted like four times, so <laughs> wasn't for me. So you're like, hey, if I'm not playing now, I don't know what's going to happen in the future. I'm out. Exactly. I, I didn't want to waste my time with board if I wasn't bettering myself for the sport at all and I wasn't getting playing time when I could be putting that time and focus into football wrestling. That's a smart idea. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody says that playing three sports or, you know, more sports than you're already playing, yeah. whether it's two or whatever is better for different muscle mm-hmm. groups and stuff. But if you're really yeah. not using them, then, you know. But uh, on the same token, though, I, I wouldn't change anything. I had a great time with my friends doing it. A lot of my friends did it and I did, I did like the coach a lot, and he was super cool. So it was, it was still a lot of fun to do that, though. Awesome. Well, with that said, not doing a sport in the spring. After, you know, the state tournament, high school athletics is over for you. So what? <laughs> I know it's hard to believe that, right? Yeah, it's crazy. It goes by so fast. I didn't believe it at first. Like, when I thought about it, I was like, because today I had my last practice ever in the wrestling room. I was like, oh, my God, like, it's over. Yeah, I remember being in a practice for basketball, and it's like, I don't know, my sophomore year, and I'm like, man, can I be a senior yet? I am so (laughs) sick of this. And then my senior year comes around, I was like, I feel like that was yesterday that I said that. (laughs) I've had a few of those moments where I was running gassers on the football field or having a red flag practice of wrestling. I I understand it completely, and now I'm just sitting here in my room the night before I go to state, and I'm like, oh my God, it's over in three days. So fast, so fast. But you have the chance to make the best out of it, like the best that you could possibly do in your sport. So congrats on that, man. Yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. What are your plans afterwards? Do you plan on attending college, or what does Peyton Perino do from here? (laughs) What Peyton Perino does from here is still up for discussion. Uh, I'm pretty sure I want to play football. It's just the sport I've had the most passion for over the years. And I want to go to college and play, hopefully, to see what I can do. And hopefully I can be as good as I was in high school and just be a good player. But wrestling is not the picture completely. I want to see how state goes and see if just the intensity comes back to me, like how it, how it usually is for wrestling. And maybe we can see what can happen. Awesome. Do you have any schools in mind or one decided? Yeah, for football, uh, I, I really love Monmouth. Uh, just as soon as I got there, I was like, oh, my God, I can imagine myself here for four years. At the same time, I really like North Central, too, because one of my buddies, Zach Hartman, goes there. And just being able to chance, 
having a chance to play with him again would be incredible. He's a, he's a great guy and a great competitor, and I would love to play with him again. And North Central is amazing, so that'd be pretty cool too. Perfect. Both good schools. Both have lots of uh, students and athletes from this area, and obviously from all over Illinois, so good choices. Thank you, sir. I mean, nothing like SIU. Go Saluki. But... <laughs> I have to throw that in. Whenever you get older and you hear kids talking about schools, you will throw in your school, just to let you know that. Oh, I'm sure. Well, my, my dad brings up his school all the time, too. I'm like, shut up. I'm, I'm trying to decide where I'm going for college. <laughs> I guess it's just a thing us older folk do. If you're from there and you're proud to you know, be an alum, you just... Every time there's a college discussion, you say you're college. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's four years of your life at a college. I mean, you're going to love it, I feel like, right? Oh, yeah, no doubt. College is an amazing time of your life. You're figuring out who you are, figuring out what you want to do for the rest of your life. But at the same time, you're having a lot of fun doing it. New experiences, especially if you get out of your hometown area and you're meeting new people. Some of my best friends I've met in college, I talk to them just as much as I talk to my friends from high school and that I'm around since I'm still in the same area. So, yeah, lots of life-changing things are about to be your way in the next four to five years, man. Hey, I'm ready for it. I'm ready to make new friends. I'm ready for the entire college experience. Uh, I feel I feel like it's, it's an appropriate time for that now. I feel like I'm ready for it. Definitely. And you're mature, dude. You'll, you'll be good. I, I really hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so do your parents. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome, man. I am not a, you know, good luck kind of guy. I know you put in the work. I know you got the skill. Obviously, second year going to stay in a row, and you're doing your research. You're focusing on other, your opponents and what they're doing, which I commend you for. Not a lot of people are doing that, especially at the high school stage. So you got this, man. I have faith. <laughs> thank you so much. I still can't believe it's tomorrow. And uh, thank you for having this, talking to me and uh, inviting me on. Anytime, man. I am always happy to have Cavaliers on, especially a Peyton Perino who I've covered for. Man, I've covered you for a while now. Yeah, it's been, it's been a good four years. Definitely. Well, now you're capping it off in the best way that you can, man. So do it up. I will. Thank you so much.